Blog Talk Radio. Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio for September the 21st, 2022. I am your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and I'm coming at you live from sunny California with good news and bad news if necessary. And this is the place to be and to get heard right here on Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. All right now, y'all, it's time to drop in, tune in, and turn on at this number of 845-277-9302. That number again is 845-277-9302. And the topic for this show this evening is Man, know thine worth. And we're dropping dimes with Mr. Kenny Perry. So again, call at this number, 845-277-9302. That number again is 845-277-90, excuse me, 9302. And sit back, sit tight, and I'll be back after this pause, okay? Be right on back.
right, all right. Now I am back for good right now. And I am Laurie, Miss Clarity, your host on Blog Talk Radio. And the subject matter we're going to be talking about tonight is man, no dime worth. And we're dropping dimes with Mr. Kenny Perry. All right, now we're going to go on ahead and, you know, honor this guest and any guest that come on to this show, especially the men. The theme of this show is to honor men that are doing their life purpose and giving back men of worth that makes the world go around and a better place to be. Men of worth and purpose around the globe are committed in uplifting one another and are the headliners of today, yesterday, and tomorrow. So let's honor the men as they continue to inspire the world. Let them know they are men of worth, a gift, and not to forget it. And boy, are you all in for a nice surprise. So call in for your questions or comments. Everyone gets up to three minutes. Call in at the call-in number of 845-277-9302. That number again is 277-9302. And leave your comments and leave them in the section of my page here after the show and give some reviews and follow me. And for those that want to have something to say, if you want to talk, press option one. If you just want to listen in, you can do that too. And you don't have to do anything but just listen. So without further ado, I am going to introduce Mr. Kenny Perry, my guest on the Lardy Miss Clardy and Company show this evening. So I want to give a round of applause for this gentleman. That's cheering me. Thank you. Kenny, 
Can you tell us, the audience of listeners, a little bit about yourself and how you found, you know, to uh, be a man of birth? But moreover, tell us a little bit about you. Inquiry minds want to know. <laughs> okay. Well, like all other human beings, I was born in, on Earth and uh, raised in a family of eight siblings. Um, just born in the uh, state of New Jersey, the city of Newark. Um, mm-hmm. Born and raised there for the first 28 yeah. years of my life. Uh, after I turned 28, then uh, I saw the greater horizons in a, another state and city called Columbus, Ohio. And I yes. visited here with my sister for a couple of weeks, and uh, I fell in love with Ohio while I was flying over the uh, over the over. The, I was in the airplane, and I looked down and saw, so "Oh my God, man! I see some real grass." So I can appreciate that. <laughs> the scenery was different, yes. um, and the environment was different. The atmosphere was much different from New Jersey. Uh, and as okay. I said, I grew up in a family of siblings of eight. Uh, we were uh, God fearing church-going type families, and uh, yeah. I grew up, went to school, uh, just a normal child, until my mother discovered that I had musical ability, and she was very sensitive to that, and uh-huh. she helped me greatly to develop uh, those musical abilities, as well as my uh, love for church. Yes. Okay, and so, uh, I, you know, we had a time where we had talked you know, that you have first cousins to Whitney Houston and other family members. Tell us a little bit about that. How did you find out about that in your memory and gifts and talent? You know, how did that come about? Well, uh, as you said, uh, I, I was, God bless, rest your soul, uh, first cousin to Whitney Houston um, from the side of her father's brother, whose name was Abraham Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, that side of the family uh, was more, as far as I can tell, was, uh, was more of a church-going type family. Uh, and I knew Uncle Abraham's side a lot better than uh, Whitney's side, though I know uh, Sissy and uh, some more of my relatives in, in that area. Uh, yes. Uncle Abe was a preacher. And he was a, a singer, piano player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so musical talent. And uh, ministry runs kind of long, we have kind of a long history. It runs very yeah. deep in my family. I have a couple of other mm-hmm. family members that were major recording artists. Uh, so music and ministry runs long and deep in my family. Uh, music is a gift that I love. I said once to the Lord, I said, Lord, out of all the oceans and lakes you made, I said, I have so much music in me, I think I could fill them all ten times and still not be <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I love those Nice, nice. Well, when was it that you was born again? When 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 did you get born oh, again? I got born again at the age of twelve years old. Uh, my mother took all of us to church. Uh, my grandmother took us to church, and so if I wasn't with mom at church, I was with grandma at church. So uh, I stayed around church a lot. Uh, and I became, I would like to say, I became infected <laughs> with Jesus yes. Christ at a very young okay. age. Okay, uh, there ain't nothing wrong and, with that. And to, this day, and to this day, I don't regret uh, 
to being born again at the age of 12. It helped to steer my life in the right direction. Though, mm-hmm. you know, throughout life, like any of the normal human being, I stumbled, uh, fell short of the glory of God, uh, missed a few uh, opportunities here and there to be a little bad kid. <laughs> But I'm and glad I'm yeah, we all go to that one. Yes, we do. <laughs> we do have that good, bad, and ugly before we actually yeah. finally make Absolutely. that change. You know? Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's yes. good. You're, you're that's right. good to hear. Yeah. That's good to hear, Kenny. Thank you very much for, you know, that introduction to, you know, us knowing something about you. And it was very good. Very good. So I want to, you know, I want to ask a, a question, you know, now, it, it being that you were, uh, you know, first born at 12 years old into, uh, into the Lord, you know, now, I know that there's a journey before actually you become, you know, really knowing to stay on the right hand side. You know, and not on the left and in the middle, you know. So I'm going to ask a question, you know, uh, what significant thing that happened in your life that made you find your worth and purpose? What type of slap or beat down and dropping dimes, you know, that led to finally, you know, the ah moment? You know what I mean when I say that? Yes, sure I do. I know. I'm very <laughs> well, one of the things that was significant, Miss um, Wendy, that happened to me in my life, um, my mother was, uh, she was, you know, very, not, I wouldn't say strict, but she was most like most mothers that love their children, very protective. And uh, so I didn't get to go to the public parks too much. Uh, and like any other normal child, you know, I had the desire to go outside and play with my friends and whatnot. So one day we was playing a game of what we call street football. Yeah. And uh, it was two pennies, me and the other kid was on the same team, and it was George and another uh, young guy was on the team. Well, they threw the football, we caught it. George was the youngest kid, but he was the biggest. <laughs> you know, he was a real husky yeah. big guy. So uh, after uh, I caught the football and the other kid tried to block, but George came mm-hmm. in like a like a tank. He fell over top of Kenny. I fell. George's <laughs> knee hit my jaw, broke the jawbone. And I, from that point, I had to have a major, actually two surgeries. Uh, yeah. Tracheotomy. And the broken jawbone pierced the blood vessel. So I ended up having to have two surgeries. Um, yes. My hip bone was in my face, actually. I had a tracheotomy, and I actually. Back in the, I call them the dinosaur days. Back in those days, uh, they would keep you in the hospital for a long length of time to observe you. Uh, very different today. So I yeah. stayed in the hospital for about a year and four months. I missed my entire seventh grade year being in the hospital. And it was there that my music abilities began to stir at a, I would say, at an alarming rate. There was an old guy sitting over in the corner named Mr. Jasper. That playing a harmonica, and being that I love instrument, uh, I said, Mr. Jasper, would you teach me how to play? He said, yeah, have your mother to go buy your harmonica down at the music store down there on Springfield Avenue. Well, she bought one, brought it to the hospital. Mr. Jasper taught me how to play the harmonica. Of course, I wanted to be like Stevie Wonder <laughs> and play the harmonica. So I learned to play the harmonica. Then uh, 
long story short, fortunately, after going through grade school, by the time I went to high school, uh, as I always say, I love instruments. I wanted to play the saxophone, but they only had a trombone and a tuba left. Well, small as I was, I could actually fit my entire body inside the tuba. So I said, I think I'll pick the trombone. And I picked the trombone, and I was uh, I developed pretty good at it, and I was the number third trombone player in the high school, central high school band. So uh, from there, uh, I developed uh, the desire to play the guitar. So I, most of the instruments that I know how to play, in fact, all of them, I am self-taught. And my mom named me, nicknamed me the professor because I taught about three of my siblings how to play instruments. And I play everything by ear, so uh, I would definitely call it uh, a gift. <laughs> but I love music and I love instruments. So that's part of how I find my work in that area of music. Okay. All right. You know, that's pretty good. You know, that's pretty good. So that was one of the knee scrapers that helped you to find yeah, your work. Oh, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh. Okay. You know, because, see, you know, I come from the knee scrape, you know, where I found my work, <laughs> but it wasn't easy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, yeah. it wasn't that smooth. You know, you had some, you had some, some, some cruising waters that you, it might have had a little turbulence on it, but that's okay. You know what I mean? Because oh, yeah. everybody's. Absolutely. Right. You know, well, that's all right. And I thank you for sharing that significant thing that happened that lets you know you have worth and purpose in your life. Yeah. Now, so the first question uh, is, when did you know you had it, had that worth? When? When did it start? What age? You know, even though you went through the cruising of the the bruising of the waters, yeah, you the know, for an end of music. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, after the cruising and the bruising, <laughs> I like that, Miss Claudia. Thank after you. the cruising and the bruising, yeah, um, the cruising and the bruising. Very sensitive to my musical gift, and uh, she found out that I like anything with keys on it. You know, like a piano, organ. I'm not, now, my first mm-hmm. love was the organ. Uh, mm-hmm. So. My grandmother also was very sensitive and very encouraging to my musical gift. So my grandmother, yeah. knowing that I liked anything with keys on it, she bought me a, 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 an accordion. <laughs> right. I didn't know how to play, but she bought an accordion, and I was excited because it had keys on it. So I okay. kept, you know, playing around with it, messing with it, until finally I, I pulled it apart and it snapped and broke. So maybe about three or four months after that, my mother – uh, came back home one day with a little organ. Oh, and I could have died and went to heaven just before that. So what cried. age was that? So what age was that uh, the, when, the when the that happened? When of, did that happen? That was the age of 12. I was just about oh, to turn 13. Oh, we still at when you were 12 when all of this oh. was happening. Is that? Oh, okay. I thought we was already in at 21 and 23, you know. Oh, oh not quite. <laughs> oh, we got a ways to go. Okay. Uh, but uh, anyway, uh, after mom brought that organ home, boy, I, I, I took it out on the back porch where, fortunately, it had a door. It's like I played, uh-huh. by, played by ear. I didn't know anything how to read music or anything. But I found yeah. a way of how to develop what talent I did have. And mm-hmm. here's another significant thing that happened to me at the age of 14. Uh, okay. The church, uh, where we all went to church, uh, we had two professional recording artists, uh, musicians, 
And uh, for whatever reason, this particular Sunday, was, I think it was uh, November, actually it was on a Thanksgiving day. So we mm-hmm. all went to church to celebrate, you know, Thanksgiving before the day was over. And that day, uh, for whatever reason, the two musicians, uh, they didn't show up at church. Uh, yeah. I didn't really know anything about the, the Spirit of God and the anointing like I know now, of course. Uh, so right. after the pastor got through preaching, you know, they kind of broke off into a shout. And back then, they didn't have drums and bass and all the fancy <laughs> stuff. Got them, so they had just yeah. hand-clapped yeah. tambourines, and my grandmother had a metal scrub. hand-clapped tambourines? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Say that again. I said hand-clapped. Tamarines? And, you said? and clapping, foot stomping, tamarines, <laughs> and that was about all they had. I like that. So um, one of the deacons that was standing uh, next to the pastor, he happened to look way down in the audience. I was maybe three benches from, from the, uh, the door. And he happened to see me. And well, I used to go to the church. I used to try to play the organ, but the, <laughs> some yeah. of my old mothers would. They chased me. Right. It's expensive. So uh, that Sunday, Deacon Patrick was his name. He saw me. He pointed towards me to come up to the organ. Now, the organ I had at home, compared to the big Hammond organ they had in church, the Hammond organ looked like a, a King Kong. <laughs> it was so big. And he right. asked me, he said, come on, he won't come on up and play the organ. Well, as I walked out into the aisle to go up to the play the organ, I was kind of halfway scared because I didn't know if the old mothers was going <laughs> to try to get yes. me in. So I walked up, and Miss Cardi, uh, when I got to the organ, I'm left-handed. So I, whenever I did play, I didn't do, my right hand was like it was retarded or something. It never did anything. But when I got to that hand organ, what I felt hit me, it was like somebody dropped a big oversized fur coat on me. And whatever was in my left hand, I literally felt it go up my arm, cross my shoulders, and like it landed in my right hand. Never played a hammer organ in my life until that day. When yeah. I got on that organ, the spirit of God came on me so strongly, it was like a different person was playing. And my pastor and the whole church at that point was so overwhelmed, probably because I was so young. Uh, I'm not exaggerating, but I think we shouted for two hours <laughs> because they saw uh, a, a talent uh, and they saw the Spirit of God come on. I mean, I was actually the first youth organist that they had in the church. Yes. And yes. that was my first paid occasion uh, of being paid to play at a church. I was only 14, but from that point on, uh, I developed and, uh, you know, God helped me and I kept practicing and got a little bit better over time. So that okay, that sounds good. Time. Yes, that is amazing, and I appreciate you, you know, taking us through the path of, you know, how your life began on this, on this, on this path of knowing what worth and what your purpose was involved. So what I want to do is I want to. Uh, you know, have someone to come on and have okay. something to say if they want, and then I'm going to go on a break, and then we will continue our movement on Man Know Thy Worth and having this conversation with you, drop and okay. dine. All right? I'll be right All with right, you. you. So I am going to open up the floor. 
to the area code of 785-2378, last four digits of the telephone number. Caller, are you on the line? Yes, I'm on the line. Okay. Now, um, is there anything that you might have any questions or comment on about what you're listening to thus far? Um, I don't know. That was a to me that was <laughs> story was kind of wow. <laughs> it just kind of left me at all because what a blessing, you know. Yeah. I can imagine. You know, he's been tinkering around. Yeah, he knew, the, you know, the keys and everything. But the story that really got me is when the pastor called him up and asked him to play the organ. And he was afraid, but he knew that he had a desire in his heart to be able to play. This was his big call. And he didn't walk away from it. And by him not walking away from it, he got anointed. But yeah. I'm trying to say the whole time somebody had been watching you and knew your worth then, and all you needed was yeah. a chance, and your knees yeah. didn't buckle. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Blessed you with the spirit came over you, and you yeah. know sometimes you think that this stuff is not real, that a spirit can come over you and you just start doing something that you've never done before. And I've experienced it myself too, but it only lasted for that night playing the piano <laughs> yeah. and you know, and I and, and I didn't know, you know, it sounds good. And I and I was doing a, a dance which I didn't know was a holy dance at that time. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it, I thought I was in so I knew one thing, I was in a spirit world, put it like that. So I can relate to that. I can relate yeah. to that. But then the next day, <laughs> the next day, when I tried to continue it, it wasn't there. So that's what I I understand that anointing that you had, as yes. if it was just for that minute, you know. Yeah, I had it for a yes. minute. You kept it on you, and you you pursued it. <laughs> and wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's an amazing story. Yeah. It well, is an amazing well, so, story. Thank you. Mhm. Thank you. Thank you so very much, caller. Thank you for coming on and, you know, expressing yourself because, you know, this is about knowing your worth. And I look forward to having the show for Woman Know Thine Birth. That is going to be amazing. So I appreciate uh, you coming on to the show and, and expressing yourself and giving the the man of worth, you know, a compliment on his efforts as on the show to drop dimes and to help to inspire us all to know what birth is really all about. I'm gonna give one more, one more. I can't help myself. I gotta give one more <laughs> caller to come onto the show and express themselves. So. I am going to call caller out by his area code, by his area code, which is 520. And the last four digits of that telephone number is 3411. Hello there, caller. Welcome to Lardy Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. You are on the air. Please 
state your opinions and comments if you'd like. God bless you. God bless you. How is everyone tonight? Bless you, man of God, Kenny Perry. I don't know if you remember me, but you should remember me from the Fellowship of Love Church. Oh, you played, played, and at the time, I was. I had just started pastoring. This is your long lost prodigal brother here, Arnold. (laughs) Look at here. Oh, my goodness. This is beautiful. How are you, my brother? It's good to hear from you tonight. And I am so excited to know and hear of your story and hear of where God has taken you and how God has blessed you tremendously. As as I was sharing with Wendy, I've known you and the family and your brothers and sisters for a number of years. Amen. Amen. So we go way back in Columbus, Ohio, and it's good to see that you're still keeping on with the Lord. Oh, yes. right. and I'm just very proud of you, my brother. What's your name, Amen. brother? <laughs> this is Apostle Burrell. Arnold Burrell. Okay, man. Yes, I remember. <laughs> awesome, man. Small world. Amen. Wow. Amen. Wow. Okay. Look at here. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I'm I, so I got a question. Here. All right, go ahead. I have, <laughs> I have a question. You mentioned Fellowship of Love. And yep. that is. Yep. Was that Bishop, uh, what's her name? Um, Donna, Rice, did, Donna Rice. Yes, Donna Rice. Donna Rice. And, yes, and I, used to play I yes. was a, yes, and that was where Maxine Johnson uh, went. Exactly, and that's, that's also where I was for five years. This is amazing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, actually, I got, yeah. I got married there. Wow. Okay. Amen. Wow. Yes. World's and so <laughs> look, the world is smaller. Well, it's a pleasure. Yeah. I'm sorry I had to dip into that because, you know, that's like family reunion going on right here. You know, so I, oh, yes. I, I, for all due, I'm bowing out so that the comments continue to move on. Brother, it's nice knowing you. Yes. Yes. So Glory be to God. I'm just glad to see that you're doing so well and you're still allowing God to totally use you um, in in the ministry of your music because you have a powerful ministry. Yes. Yes. God has anointed your hands and you are dynamic. Yes. Well, I Amen. give the, the praise to the Lord for uh, even choosing me. He didn't have to choose me, but he did. And I just want mm-hmm. to make God a glad father by doing what he's appointed me to, encouraging the brethren, uh, especially the men, because men need a great amount of encouragement. Uh, yes. Absolutely. I've come, I've come from such uh, a long way in my life. Uh, walking 
this earth. I've come such a long way to understand that men don't talk like women. Uh, there's one thing I remember right. about women. You know, they, right. things you know, they get together, they talk, and they cry together. You know, they powder each other's nose. But men don't, most men don't do that. Most men carry around their wounds with them. Uh, men correct have correct. that will not allow them to holler for help when they need it. So a lot of men die with an unfulfilled purpose. Men That's right. Yes. Men and women are equally worthy in the sight of God, and each one yes, has their role to play. But, uh, well, the, as right. the old saying goes, we have a lot of absentee homes that's absent of manhood or fatherly leadership. You know, actually, it's the man's job in a family to teach his family the principles of righteousness, principles of God, and to teach his children the ways of life. And then uh, a lot of societies that I've seen and observed, uh, that job has been left to the woman. And it's unfair. Yes. Uh, it leaves the home really imbalanced. Uh, you, I'm yes, sure, does. brothers, you probably heard people say, uh, mostly women in single homes, well, I have to play mom and dad. <clears throat> well, uh, for all intents and purposes, that, that's a dangerous game to play. A woman can never teach a man how to be a man. Only a man can teach a man how to be a man. But the most valuable part about the woman's teaching is that she can teach that man how to have a tender heart. Amen. <laughs> and that's very much needed among men. But, brother, I'm glad to hear from you. I, wow, I haven't heard from you in a quite a while, but I'm glad to hear you, hear from you, and come to find out how small the world is. <laughs> All going to fellowship. I learned a lot in church. You know, uh, even that church helped me to discover certain worth, especially uh, the worth of ministry, because I had many opportunities to bring forth the word of God there as well as play. And it's great to know Absolutely. that um, a fellow believer that we all attended the same house of God uh, is still yes. going on. It's yes, it is. In spite of being surrounded yeah. with such great witness, uh, such great wickedness and evil in the world, mm-hmm. I'm glad to know that somebody is still standing for things that are right, brother. So keep on doing what you're doing and keep letting God release the great gifts and talents that you have because you're here on purpose for a purpose. Absolutely. Absolutely. Appreciate you, Apostle Burrell, for coming on to the show and bringing out, you know, the the pearls and the, and, and the blessings about fellowship of love. And it was mm. definitely a fellowship of love. And to mention that, it was someone that you knew. I am very, very pleased to see, you know, the the fellowship of love in the house. Apostle Pharrell, thank you so much for coming on to the show and sharing, you know, your your comments to, uh, you know, my guest, Mr. Perry. Mr. Perry, thank you also for sharing. Yes, as well. I will... Well, now I'm going to go on to a break, and and, and, and I'll be back to talk more on the, you know, on the uh, things that I want to ask you about because there's so much to learn. So um, I'll be right back after this, y'all. 
I'll be back. Okay. All right. have been given everything. Welcome back to Lardy, Miss Clardy and Company on Blog Talk Radio. I am back. I am your host, Lardy, Miss Clardy. 
on Blog Talk Radio, and the subject matter we are talking about is men know thy worth, and we're dropping dimes with Kenny Perry, and already I can hear that he's been given everything, and honored to have him on to the show. Kenny, are you still here with us? Okay. You are here with us. Yes. Yes. All right. Now, I have another question for you. Okay. How did you get your worth? How did you, how did you, well, we talked about how you got it, you know, in terms of when you found out you had the worth. But Mm -hmm. how did you get it? You know, can you tell the listening audience, how did you get it? What were the steps of how you ended up getting it? Well, from uh, my understanding and going back at my own memory, Miss Wendy, um, I would say this. It's one of the greatest assets in the world to have a mother that is spiritually sensitive, especially not just a mother that cares about her children, but a mother that's sensitive to the gifts, talents, or abilities, even as raw as they may be. Uh, Having a mother that's spiritually sensitive, you know, um, no, and one of the other assets, not only is that a mother that's spiritually sensitive, but a, but a mother that prays a lot. My mother prayed a lot. She prayed for all of us. My mother prayed about just about everything that I can remember. And because mm-hmm. of that, I was able to see God answer her prayers. And we were in some tight spots throughout our lives. Uh, yeah. And sometimes you know, in, in going through life, sometimes we like to tell of only the good things. But in mm-hmm. this life, in this earth that we live in, three areas, we got the good, the bad, and the ugly. <laughs> some truth mm. are yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's Some truth is pleasant to hear, but then there are some ugly truths that need to be heard because there are people uh, that have been in the same conditions that we was in, but they didn't have praying mothers or praying fathers, and they, you know, they didn't attend churches, so they wasn't around a certain kind of atmosphere. But yet, right. God had a significant plan for their life. And different people go through different things, and that's mainly because of the unique divine appointment that God foresaw. Even when good. I don't know what that's I was, right. didn't know the ability I had. You know, God still had a plan for my life, and I'm thankful to God that my mother and grandmother and a few other people helped to help me to develop that plan, even when I didn't know what it was all about. It's always good yeah. to have guidance, you know, people to guide you in the right way. In fact, that's what the Bible yeah. told us about normal life. It's yeah. a, for parents, it says train up a child in the way that he should go. And when he's old, like I am, <laughs> he won't depart from Oh, uh, well, no, you ain't no. old. Ain't nothing old about you. Once the Lord get a hold of you, you are now young. Let's not, let's, let's get that one right. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you I might have, be feeling, but no, yeah, no, no. Once you get that born again, you <laughs> young now. 
full of vibrancy. Well, that does yes. start life all over again, doesn't it? Because we start, become Yes, new right. It's a start all over. <laughs> Got a second um, chance. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Well, I want to. I want to. I want to ask. You know, well, well, go ahead. I'm sorry. Birth, you know, I, I didn't get it all by myself. You know, I, I was guided and, and helped along. Uh, and even though I was guided and helped along, you know, in this mm-hmm. world, you're always going to have enemies uh, mm-hmm. to your work. Yes, you are. People who will disagree yes. you. You know, they'll say, well, you, you can't do, you know, and that's, that's the phrase, you can't do this. You can't live there. You can't afford that. Well, yeah. I'm a firm believer in death and life being in the power of your tongue. Yes, what I learned amen. Is, uh, when you right. this, this is what I learned throughout my lifetime about words in the mouth of a human being. I understand that words paint images in your head. Once those images are set in your head, if they stay long enough, the excess paint of that image flows down into your soul, which causes you to be animated and start to do something about making the image in your head turn into a reality. So we have to therefore be careful of what we hear, because if we're not careful, the way God made us to be created, we can create the images in our head. Sometimes those images can be good or something. They can be bad. Yes, yes. So we have to be careful to filter what it is that we hear from different people. Have to be careful uh, as much as possible not to be set in the wrong that's taking the wrong advice and things like that. Now, all of us have had an right. effort on that back, so to speak. Yes. But thankfully to God, you know, um, through prayer and, and uh, determination, I'm one of those type, you know, I'm, I'm just not the give up type. I'm, I'm Very just not good. that type, you know. I'm going to keep on Very and I'm going to keep on until I, start, until I hit that mother load. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Amen <laughs> to that one. Well, you know, um, I want to I want to pause and say if there is any callers that want to call in, call in at this caller number of eight four five two seven seven nine three zero two. The number is eight four five two seven seven nine three zero two, and press option one if you want to have time to speak to the guest or to have a comment that you want to express. Outside of that, you know, um, listen in and, you know, and just be comfortable with this because there's more to come, uh, you know, for this for this subject on men and women that know thy worth, right? So, you know, yeah. I'm going to ask you this last, this last question, and I think it's going to be okay. very, very, because, see, you see this like many of the men of God that are in church that see this, and you touched on it lightly, but I want to make sure I bring forth because we need more of it, okay? So we need our men, you know, to get involved. You know, you look in the churches, and when you're looking in the churches, you see more women than you do see the men. And, you know, the uh, well, I know the reason why they don't want to uh, really participate, you know what I mean? But at the end of the day, what is the problem of why these men 
do not accompany their wives or that they're absent in the church. And there's so many women that are willing to do the will of God and become worthy, but there is a lack of the men, you know, Mm -hmm. coming in to take up their bed and walk, you know, in the work department. What's going on with that? Well, uh, there's a biblical application that uh, the Lord showed me uh, in regard to that. Being a man myself, I know how men think I am one, so <laughs> uh, I can understand what's going on in the heart and mind of a man. Well, what Jesus showed me once in one of the scriptures, uh, before Peter knew who Jesus actually was, Peter thought Jesus was just another prophet, another preacher coming down the road, you know, preaching and, and trying to draw people just to himself because a lot of that went on in that day, just like it is today. But something God told yeah. me that was very, very unique that I never forgot. The Lord said that to me that Peter didn't really believe in who he was because he said most men need hard evidence before they will believe. Okay, now yeah. let me touch on the women. Mm -hmm. The Lord also told me, he said, the reason that you see more women in church than men, he said, number one, because women have a tender heart and they are more easily to believe. I'm listening. Okay. So with that said, he said the men need hard evidence. Well, Jesus knew that about Peter. Peter was like the typical man, you know, uh, he had a wife. So he had to be worried about it, concerned about how to please his wife. But then Peter and John, they had a fishing business together, but the problem was they wasn't catching any fish. So Peter was already upset that he wasn't bringing home nothing. And his wife was probably going to light in on him about it. <laughs> so he's concerned yeah. about that. And then, oh, here comes another preacher. Ain't we got enough of those guys already? So Jesus told us that, uh, what do you do for a living? He said, I'm a fisherman. That's why I got a boat. He said, well, go on chopping to the deep. He said, what kind of job do you do? Do you know anything about fishing? <laughs> he said, do you even have a job? Jesus said, yeah. He said, I'm a carpenter. Oh, my God, here we go. And you're going to tell me how to fish? So Peter's attitude was, okay, we're going to get the boat. We're going to go out there, and I'm going to prove to you ain't no fish out there. That's why I'm drying my net. I just came back. Jesus said, okay, go out one more time. He didn't, Jesus didn't raise his voice. But, see, he didn't know who he was talking to. He didn't know he was talking to the co-creator of the universe. He thought he was just another man. And this has to do yeah. with men. That mm-hmm. point where God said men require hard evidence before they will believe. So Jesus okay. and Peter, they went on out. Uh, while Peter threw his net, he said, throw your net into the water. He said, but throw it on the right side. He said, oh, now you're going to tell me how to fish. He said, yeah, he uh-huh. said, throw it on the right side. The moment Peter's net hit the water, the fish came into the net so to the point, the Bible says, that the boat nearly sank. When Peter realized who he was talking to and the hard evidence that caused him to believe, that's the first time Peter called Jesus Lord. So a lot of times men need hard evidence because men operate mainly by logic. Women usually lead in life with their emotions. That's why they get hurt so easily because they tend to leave with their emotions, but their heart is more tender than you yes. believe. That's why you okay. see more women in church than you see men. Yes. That's just Thank one you. Among, among many uh, Well, that's, just, that's, 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 that's right there. I'm, 
I'm, you know, I'm the first one to ask, you know, I mean, because you guys are <laughs> in church and you are, you know, doing what part you are to do as a uh, leader, as a mentor in the in in the army of of the Lord, you know what I mean. And mm-hmm. there are, yeah. uh, and what I've been seeing in there, it's just been to me a really sad thing to not see more men that have worth that should be, you know, accompanying, you know, the women, so that the women won't become prey. Because you do have mm-hmm. that in right. the church. I'm just saying that, you know, and that yeah, that's yeah. another that's a, that, that wait yeah. wait a minute that's a, that's another story, okay? We're gonna touch on some of that, okay? I'm not gonna do it on this one, but definitely, <laughs> you know, coming yes, coming on, you know, how are you keeping your worth? That's that's key. How are you keeping okay. your worth? Well, I keep my work, uh, Miss Wendy, by the principles of the gospel. Um, I don't just preach and teach the gospel. Uh, from time to time, I've noticed this about myself even as a little kid. I'm also kind of like the experimental type. <laughs> I like to know how something works. I remember I was, right. as, a, as a young boy, about 14 or 15. Right. You know, I always right. wanted to know how I'm the radio I'm sorry. I, I said, I understand. Yeah, I mean, you have yeah. an inquiry mind that want to know. Yeah. So I would take radios apart. Of course, you know, I put them back together, but they wouldn't, they wouldn't work after I put it back together. But I wanted right. to know how something works. Not that I did just work. I wanted how it works. So I would take yeah. scriptures that I would hear preachers preach, and I would rip it apart, and I'm going to say, now, how do, you, how, you, how do you apply this to your daily life? Because the thing that, yeah. that that got hold of me is you're only in church maybe once or twice a week, but you if you're in church on Sunday, then you have six more days that you have to contend with the issues of life. Exactly. And I wanted to know, well, how do you take this Bible and live it on a daily basis? Because, you know, it, it's six more days before I get back to the church. <laughs> and I need to know how, you know, how to battle and, and fight and and keep my victory and keep my head on my shoulders, you know, until mm-hmm. I go back to church next Sunday. Well, okay. so how I keep my word is I follow the principles that God has laid out in the scriptures on how to live a life, yes. not in heaven, but how do you take this word of God and live out day by day the principles of the gospel and see right. the results? Right. That's how I keep my word. I keep my word by following the principles that God laid out in the scriptures. And they're not hard to follow, not if you want to succeed. You have to have the desire to succeed and go forward, even though the, you'll have right. to fight in life. If you have, well, I heard you say, Ms. Wendy, it says it's not the size of the dog that's in the fight, but it's the size of the fight that's in the dog. Right. Amen. And, Thank and you very, very much. You know, yeah, see, right. you can have a small dog. I've seen a small dog chase off a bear, <laughs> a little Pekingese. So that's what I mean well, by that particular you. little principle. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That is very, very, very good knowledge to know and how you keep your word. Well, I want to yeah. ask some more questions. I'm getting ready to turn it over <laughs> for another 
caller, if you don't mind, and let them have something to say if they have anything to say at all. So I am going to the next caller of area code 785 and last four digits, 9096. Callers, you are on the line. Welcome to Lardy, Miss Clardy, and company on Blog Talk Radio. Do you have anything you want to say? Welcome. Caller, 785-9096. Do you have anything you want to say on this this subject or to the guest? Praise the Lord. Well, praise the Lord. Hi. Thank you for coming. (laughs) Welcome. Yes. Anything you would like to say? Um, at this particular time, I don't have too much to say. I was just a good listener. And the Lord has taught me to listen. And in my heart, he has, he has given me the spirit to move on and be there for the, the needs and the, and, the, and the praise of him at all times. And that is to humble myself to his works, which are wonderful. Yes, yes. I have I have I have lived a unique life some to some and I have lived outlived I have lived outlived some of the things in my life that I was, can't say I regret but I love the Lord so well that he showed me the way. And Amen. Now I am I am I am very blessed. All I can do is give him all the praise I had. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes. What do you have to say about that, my brother, Brother Kenny? What would you have to say? Because that was a listener. Yes. Well, I can say this, brother. First of all, thank God for another man. That's one for our side. (laughs) Yeah, because we need the men. The men are needed. The Bible That's says that right. a man is the head of his home, and uh, if you, if, if we're going to be men, especially family men, every body, every human body has a head on it. <laughs> yeah. I saw my grand, my great grandmother one time. I was real young. I think I was about five or six. My uh, dad took me down to Texas with him, and I saw my great. I'm a city boy, so I saw my great grandmother yeah. go out in the yard and. Uh, he took a chicken by the neck and she wrung his head off. And the chicken running all over the place, you know, blood skeeting out his neck. I've never seen that like that. I'm scared, nearly scared to death. Yeah. But I didn't understand that this thing I'm explaining is how the enemy would like to do the body of Christ. Yeah. He'd like to separate the body, which who we are, from the head, who Jesus is. He's to God as men, as well as women, but especially to the men. If the men don't stay connected to God, we'd be just like that chicken in the yard, running around, skeeting blood all over the place, running into the fence, bumping into the tree. And Satan would love to see the church. uh, He would love to see the church running all over the place with no leadership, no ideas, no sense of direction. But thank God, Jesus Christ is the head of the church. And as long as I as a man submit to his will and his plan, I can lead a family, I can lead a church, or whatever God has appointed me to do. I can lead it yes. with success. 
that's not without warfare because Satan hates humanity, period. He don't care if you're saved or not saved. Satan has an intense hatred for humanity. But especially if you're a child of God, being a child of God means that you are light. And let me say this with you to all of us here. Every time a child of God dies and leaves this world, we have a little bit less light to walk in. Yeah. Because that's Jesus right. said that we are light in the world. Light of so the world. So when a child of God dies, we have less light to see by. So thank God for all those who are living that's carrying the light of life in them, fulfilling their purpose that God put them here for. Absolutely. And I just want that brother to be encouraged, man. Hang on. Hang on. Thank God you. is not in the rope of hope, of expectation, and hang on because the battle ain't over yet. It sure ain't. And I want to be able to <laughs> encourage him as well. Thank you so much yes, for coming yes. to the show. Ain't even in your listening and that you were able to acknowledge that God was the head of all of your whole life and that you have been blessed. That is the most important piece in giving the acknowledgement to the Lord for your life and what has been given to you, you know, and you know, sir, uh, I want to be able to say this. I hope that one day that you will come on to the show and share you know, all the glory, the good, bad, and the ugly, because, you know, no one is escapes going through something. But in order to go through it, you got to have something that brought you out of it and that you can tell the world about. You know, at the end of the day, no one can judge no one because, you know, Everybody got something that done happened or done something in their life that they're not proud of. But that was a part of the lesson that you needed to learn to become the better persons that we have become this day that has caused us to be what we call successful in our life. And we know that it had nothing to do but with God. That's right. Learning how to... Uh, how to obey God and obey yourself if you want to, yes. you know, if if you want to survive, you know what I'm saying? You know, there's too many people that's dying off the face of the earth not believing and not doing what's right, you know? So we are in the land of the living, and it was only by grace that we are here to be able to share our drops of dimes to bless someone that need yes, to hear absolutely. what it is to have worth, how to be grateful and yes. thankful that you became a worth and a purpose. So, caller, thank you so much for coming on to the line and sharing your drops of dimes because those are of worth, too. Thank you so much. And I'm going on to the next caller, and then we're going to take a break, and we will be back. And we're going to the caller of area code 785, and the last digits of that phone number is 2378. Caller, you are on the line. I'm happy to hear from you. Welcome to Lardy Miss Party and Company on Blog Talk Radio. Have the floor. We're listening. Hi there. Two questions, okay? The first one is, I didn't catch the name of who was singing. You played a song earlier, and I liked it. I didn't know who sang it. I had never heard it before, and I was wanting to know if I could, if you could tell me who sang that song. And then my second question 
is due, if he doesn't mind me calling Mr. Kenny Perry. Um, yes. I had an incident the other day. Um, there's a gentleman that has been trying to, you know, get to know me a little better. And I'm a firm believer in my life that um, I don't want no man that is not of God. Mm-hmm. So we were on the subject of, you know, Jesus, and I was telling him a story mm-hmm. that I don't want to into right now. But then I, in the middle of the story, I just said, well, you believe, don't you? I said, do you believe? And he turns into a whole other personality. And he says, he believe I doubt that he believed in Jesus when he's been talking about Jesus, sending little Jesus quotes to me from time to time. And um, mm-hmm. how could I even ask? He's appalled that I even asked him that question that made him see a side of me that he didn't like. And, you know, and it, it doesn't make a difference if he could, you know, acknowledge Christ or whatever. But to my understanding, I always thought that every head would bow and every knee, every mouth would confess, every knee would bow. That Lord is, you know, Jesus is Lord. And so I got mm-hmm. big doubts right now. And I hope I'm not misjudging this man, but he still would not say in all the stuff he was saying, just say it plain out. I want him to straight out say, I believe in Jesus. I believe in Jesus. Okay. So I, and he wouldn't do it for me. And I haven't talked okay. to him. Okay, well, well, who who uh, want to go first? You going first, Miss Kenny? Before well, I name uh, what I if, if you want to go first? Her questions and comments, if you, uh, go I'll, right I'll on ahead. Wait, yeah. Okay. Right on ahead. Here's my yes. suggestion. Uh, what's, what's your name, sister? What's your name? Winona. Well, okay. Miss Winona, here's, here's my suggestion. Number one, every woman to have principles. In other words, it's, uh, I was in the military, and, and we used to often use a phrase, drawing a line in the sand, because <laughs> I was in the Persian Gulf War. Every woman ought to have principles of a line that she will allow no one to cross. And I right. think you did that. Now, number okay. two, any man that wants or desires a woman uh, I'm a firm believer in the book of Proverbs. It says, whoso finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor of the Lord. Now, if I myself wanted the wife, then that's the key phrase, wife, because God honors the covenant of marriage. He wrote the book on marriage. He started the first marriage with Adam and Eve. But you still have to have principles. I did a, a, a video teaching uh, last year that I was bidden to do by the Lord. And it was called love versus love, L-O-V-E love, which is God's kind, versus L-U-V. That's the world's kind. And God told me, he said this, he said, no, L-U-V falls under what you call an infatuated relationship. The Lord said, give an infatuated relationship about six or eight months. After the newness of the relationship wears off, the real person starts to come out. And normally that I've seen in my lifetime, when you have a person that has L-U-V-E kind of love, after the real person comes out, then you start seeing whether or not they have principle, value. You see how they treat you. You see how much they value you. 
And if it doesn't measure up to your godly principle, I would let that person, you know, just kind of let him go on in life. But keep your principles, keep your dignity, keep your respect. Let no one cross that line because you are of great worth and value to God. This world could not be what it is without a woman. There are not many people understand God didn't tell Adam to replenish the earth, not until Eve arrived. There was nobody there equal to fulfill that job. So women have a great, great value when it comes to the overall plan of humanity and what God wants to do with us. So keep your dignity. Keep your self-worth. Keep it. It's worth something. Not only worth something to another man, but it's worth something to God. That's right. So keep yourself valued. There is a man out there that will appreciate all that you are. And the last thing I'd like to say is in any relationship, time is a great asset in growing and developing together. It kind of breaks my heart to understand that people think these days in our microwave, quick society, that success happens overnight. It doesn't. It's a process. That's right. And we can't be afraid to go through the process because it's going to end up good for us if we'll just go through it. But that doesn't, does that, if a person can't confess that Jesus is Lord, does that make them a non-believer? Or, is it, or I'm, I'm, that's what I'm trying to find out. Or maybe okay. I expose the devil. Or, you asked well, so according, to the, according to the word of God, uh, Jesus was doing a teaching one time. He said, demons believe and they tremble at the sound of his name. But the problem is demons believe the word of God and they know that Jesus is real, but they don't obey any of his principles. <laughs> yeah, so it's easy for people. In other words, I was talking to somebody today, and I said, you know, anybody can talk a good fight, but then right. when the battle is, is on, where are they? Can you depend on yeah. them? So, yeah, people can mm-hmm. believe, but it takes more than believing. After you say, I believe, then I, what I'm expecting, I am expecting some kind of action to prove what you believe. Confession or something, right? That's the bottom line. I can tell you, know, you can't see me, so I, I can, not that I, I would do it, and I don't. <coughs> but I could, sit, I could be sitting here smoking weed or some anything else and sounding pretty good. But then, here is what really shakes my tree. Does God see me when I'm all by myself and know how I live? That's what keeps me on the straight and narrow path. God's looking at me with nobody else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Okay. That's the bottom line. All you right. Mean, well, well, I believe God. Yeah. Demons believe. Wait a minute. Hold on. Are you trying to say something, uh, Winona? Yes. I, I hear yes. you, and he's talking too. So I'm trying to make sure you get your words in. I'm yes, just please. saying that it's me because a whole other personality came out. How dare you ask me if I believe? I'm a really appalled at you, and like a whole nother person came out. That's yeah. what I'm saying, mm. and then that's what really feels. So mm-hmm. I just left it alone. Never, we well, never. The Bible says this is left him alone. Okay, the Bible says to try the spirits to see whether they be of God. Well, try is just another word for test. Uh, oh. If you really want to know how anything works and how good it is, where you put it to a test. Mm-hmm. And see, a well, test has certain standards that must be reached. And if it don't reach right. the standard, then it fails the test. Well, we know. 
Yes. <laughs> well, I All right. Had yeah. to him anymore. <laughs> well, that's good. Yep. Well, you know, yeah. um, well, that, I, 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 I think. Well, that's okay. You know, I, I need to I need to come in because you know uh, I need to ask you know the questions necessary. Okay. You know, okay. uh, first. You know, I want to thank you yes, for ma'am. answering, the, you know, Miss Winona, her uh, questions. And Miss Winona, thank you for asking these mm-hmm. questions because they're very, very important for the hearers yeah. to hear and understand what worth is really all about. Hearing it from a woman's point of view, what you're going through, and mm-hmm. a man that knows and walking it what necessary steps that have to be taken in order to yeah. uh, remove that negative vibe out of your life because you are of worth and you are worth God's worth. You're God's worth. You know what I mean? Mm. So, you know, right. you're not, you're not, you're not made up of that type of vibration. And I just want to thank you very much for, you know, coming on and asking that that dime, you know, that was a real dime right there. And, you know, and to answer, and to answer your question, you know, uh, on the song, and I'm going to go on from here, is to say that you, the name of that song that was I, I just had played a minute ago, it's called You're, You Giving Me Everything. And that is my original song that I went to the studio and uh, put it together with my brother, you know, and we came out with that, with me doing the whole background piece to it and everything. So, you know, it is a song that God gave me. I wrote the lyrics to it. It's an original song. You've given me everything. And with that to say, we need to go on to a break. And then I'll be back, and we will have our uh, our last words of encouragement from Mr. Perry, who is here today to talk about dropping dying. Man, know thy worth, right? So I'll be back after this. Depression and unemployment. This song is for you. Today's a new day. with you. Give up. 
But it still don't mean today don't have purpose. Come on. better when we smile even though we go through trials and tribulations there's always a time that it'll all end and you'll be back to a smile nothing lasts forever in you know so just smile yes and I am back I am your 
host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and we were on the subject of matters of man know thy worth with Mr. Kerry, uh, Kenny Terry. And lastly, you know, I want to ask a last question before we finally close this chapter for today. Mr. Kenny, can you, what would you like to have to say to the listeners and the audience to inspire them about their worth? Well, Ms. Wendy, uh, you hear a key word, and that key word is called inspire. And the word inspire means to breathe or speak life into. Uh, that's what God did to Adam uh, after he had made him. Adam was laying there yeah. nicely formed clump of dirt. <laughs> and the Bible says God breathed into his nostrils and he became a living soul. And that's what all of us need. We need God to breathe on us with his words so that we can live again, so that we can become lively stones, so that we can discover or uncover the gifts, yeah. talents, and abilities that are already there. Uh, I like the, something that God did to me once. He said, uh, tell me to reach in my pocket and pull out a coin. So I pulled the coin out. He said, I close your hand. So I closed my hand. And what God was teaching me at that moment was that that coin is like the abilities, gifts, and talents that God created and right. put in us. They may yeah. be there. They may be dormant. But nevertheless, they are there. They was always there, even though they may have been covered up. So there's a lot that we need to discover. And I just want to say to the, both the men and the women of every age, the gift, talents, and abilities God put in you, maybe some of you all have not yet discovered it, discovered your worth. But you are worthy. You are worthy. You are a diamond, as for those saying, a diamond in the rough. Well, when you first yeah. take a diamond out of the ground, it don't look like much. It don't shine. But a diamond has to go through a, a process of elimination in order to get to the jewelry store. So a diamond mm-hmm. has to be first dug out of the ground. Secondly, it has to be washed like we were washed from our sins. Then it has to go through another process of cutting and shaping so that so much so to make people desire it. Yes. Now, when the diamond, by the time the diamond gets to the jewelry store now, it didn't look like that at first. It had to go through the process of development in order to yes. make people desire it. And that's what God has did to us. God gifted us with talents and abilities. They may be covered mm-hmm. and undiscovered yet, but yet they are there. And this is something I learned here just lately, that all the inner qualities that God has built into us, a situation will arise or be arranged to bring that greatness and that quality out of us. They may be laying there, but God or sometimes even the devil will arrange a situation. See what the devil means for your 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 good your evil. He means for evil, but God will turn it into good just like he did Joseph. You yeah. know, Joseph's family they, they didn't see the gifted prophet that he was. They thought he was just another uh brother like all the rest of them. But mm-hmm, God had mm-hmm. purpose. God had purpose. God had gifts, talents, and abilities. And Joseph had to go through the process of elimination in his life in order to bring the greatness of Joseph out of him. And Joseph's yeah. greatness helped the entire world at that time. So I want to say to everybody, to know your worth, 
let God help you discover it. God yes. will help you discover it with your word. He'll help you do that through other people. My prayer mm-hmm. is that God would put me in the path of the right people or put the right people in my path. And well, that's my daily know. prayer so that I can be discovered. Sometimes it takes other people to kind of pull and jerk and, you know, poke and prod just to get those gifts and talents and, and those nuggets to come out of you. They're there for a purpose. God put all of us here to be problem solvers of someone else's yeah. calamity. Yeah. And Amen. that's one of the Thank- ways that reflects his image. Amen. Thank you for that. Well, Kenny, tell everyone where they can find you. And if they want to consult you or find you on your platforms, how can they find you? Well, one of my platforms, I am on Facebook. Uh, I go on Facebook. Sometimes I do videos um, when, you know, Lord leading to do that. Most of the time I do daily postings uh, that encourage the brethren. And, uh, well, so what is your name on Facebook? What is your name sorry, on Facebook? Again, my yes, name, what is your name? Is the same as it is Kenneth Perry. Okay. Kenneth All Perry right, thank you. On Facebook. Yes. And I also yes. have a YouTube channel, and the YouTube channel, my YouTube channel is called Biblical Perspectives. And, I, you know, I have a picture of myself on both. So, uh, yes. Kenneth Perry uh, should be, it'll be pretty much easy to recognize, you know, by the picture. <laughs> yes. Or but by your name. Yeah, I thank you for coming on to this platform and sharing your blessings, you know, that will bless other people and inspiring them. Because as I said before, we need men that, you know, will will stand up and be counted for something too. They have something yes. to give, you know, to the world as well. But, you know, it's yes. hard to find... Just like when it comes to the women, it's hard to find those diamonds as you speak because they're, you know, yeah. it, it's not as as it's not as uh, many of them as God said. Many are called, but only a few are chosen. So there's only a few diamonds, you know what I mean? But you know, if they can be found, I'm gonna put them up over here on this platform <laughs> so that they are able to express to these listeners that I have accumulated on this platform, you know, so that they can get the education, the inspiration, and the motivation to to to, to live life to the fullest, and you don't have yeah. to go through hard time. And know, like you said, and like the callers were saying, know your worth. You are worth something, yeah. saying, and you have yeah. something to offer. Just have faith and listen to, you know, that small voice that talks within you and tell you what to do and do it. So, you know, this Absolutely. is a to have you here to talk on this subject. And I will have you back again, uh, Mr. Well, Perry. And I will have you back again and so that we can talk on some other subjects that uh, matters most to the uh, audience and to the listeners and to people that may come on to want to hear those subject matters. And I certainly appreciate you coming on and, you know, and just know that I do look forward to having you back onto the show again. 
thank you for coming on to the show. And for all of you out there that are listening in, please take an opportunity to woosah and give thanks because it is the universe that we call God. We call God universe, ancestors, whatever you want to call it. But, you know, we know that we're not operating alone and by ourselves down here. Just take the moment to give thanks to those that have come into your life to bless you, the Father in heaven, the creator that blessed you, and most of all, giving thanks to yourself for being obedient enough to get the blessing. You know, life is about learning. It, you can't take it so personal. And if you do, that's because you lack the understanding that that's what it's all about is to learn the lessons so that you can become the man and woman of worth because you are of worth. Don't give up on making yourself worth need you that needs that uplift, that needs that inspiration. And you, your story is unique. Woman, man, know thy worth because you are worth it. So if you are a man or a woman of worth and you want to be interviewed, please email me at professionalrookies.com. 2012 at gmail.com. And if you have a story that you want to share and you want the world to know about your book or whatever your, your interest is for radio, long as it's something that's going to inspire someone, you can be interviewed. If you want to be interviewed, email me at Professional Rookie 2012 at gmail.com. And I want to thank you. And so the next up is Dropping Dimes, Choices and Consequences with Lardy Miss Clardy on September 28, 2022 at 4.30 p.m. Pacific time. I want to salute you. I thank you for joining me on this show. We've enjoyed you. I've enjoyed all of you from the guests to the callers, and to the listeners. I am Lardy Miss Clardy, and I'm signing off, and good night.